Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> Kenny Pickett down again for the Steelers. The Colts go up against another backup quarterback. I can't wait. We're going to compare the two backup quarterbacks. Colts with Gardner Minshew. Steelers with Mitchell Trubisky. We're going to talk about the, how to compare and contrast those two guys given their statistics in the 2023 season. We're going to talk a little bit uh, about what may be being down this Saturday as well as he is in the concussion protocol. T.J. Watt down? That doesn't mean good things for the Steelers. The Colts continue to exist in a schedule filled with nothing but good luck. Yeah, they got beat yesterday. What do you think they're going to do? You think they're going to win out? They're not going to win out. That's not who this team is. This is, by and large, kind of a mediocre team. But because of good fortune, they're in a position where if they win this game on Saturday, they got a hell of a shot at the playoffs. If they lose this game on Saturday that chance of making the playoffs goes way down, and that isn't good. But a win, you can get there. And the Jaguars play against the Ravens. That means good things in the AFC South. So we'll talk about that. We'll compare and contrast Trubisky and Minshew. Uh, can the Colts count on Braden Smith? There was some roster news today that makes you think that maybe Braden Smith is going to be down for a while. We'll talk about that. what that is. They got a tackle coming into the practice squad who has not played since he played for the Colts in the 2020 playoffs, and his name is not uh, Anthony Costanzo. I couldn't believe it. I saw the agate today, the, the email saying, Colts make roster move, and I see who they signed. I was like, wait a minute. Isn't that guy like at least 36 years old and, and not played in the NFL for years? Yep. We'll talk about who that is. We'll talk about the Indiana Hoosiers. Can they get to a place where they compete? And by compete, I mean compete like Purdue competes. Because I watched Purdue play that game today against uh, Alabama on BTN. They got the BTN in 60, right? They condensed the game into a 60-minute, hour-long panoply of basketball wonderment. And so I watched, and, and I said, wait a minute, this can't be basketball. All the basketball I watch Indiana play, they got... Five guys on the floor defensively, but only two of which are in a stance consistently. You got the guy in the ball, and you got the guy closest to the ball. The other three guys just kind of wander around the floor like they're looking for a concession stand. Purdue, they got all five locked in. That's how they keep winning, I think. I don't think it's because they're very talented as a roster. They're not as talented as Indiana is, and somehow or another... Indiana loses by a gazillion to Auburn, and Purdue beats Alabama. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Pacers tonight 
against the Pistons. We know who ought to win. That. Pistons have won two damn games all year. Like, Pacers have got to win. they got to cover, right? And the Cubs. I told you what was going to happen with the Cubs and Shohei Otani. We know. Every single year, some people fall for this okey-doke, and some people don't. We don't fall for the okey-doke. We'll talk about what the okey-doke is. And uh, uh, we got to wisen up. Cubs fans got to get smarter. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling for Monday, December 11th, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at MyBookie. Listen here. MyBookie, you make an initial deposit of $50 or more. You will get an initial deposit cash bonus, instant cash bonus of up to $200. That's the way they do business. You bet that amount once, and that cash is yours to withdraw at your leisure, at your pleasure. It's awesome. Uh, Make sure and subscribe. Make sure and like this video, because it's the nice, polite thing to do. Who's your hospitality and all that? And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. No big whoop. When you make a donation, please leave a comment or a question. We will answer it on the show. Uh, Want to remind you... Again, you got to subscribe to this channel, but subscribe to Two Big Brains as well. Dan and I did a Two Big Brains today, and uh, you know what? It was awesome. We talked a lot about Indiana basketball, talked a lot about the Colts too, and the Colts game coming up this Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. want to remind you, oops, the art of learning from adventures or mistakes and adventures written by me. Yeah, I wrote a book. What else am I going to write a book? What am I going to write about all my successes? <laughs> it's all about mistakes. Because you know what? You can learn something from mistakes. You don't learn from successes. I've never learned from a success. And you sure as hell aren't going to learn from my successes, although they have been legion. You will learn from my mistakes, and you will laugh at them simultaneously. You can order the book on Amazon. Order a bunch. Give them to all your friends. Or you can get the audiobook at Audible. Okay, let's talk about the Colts. All right, uh, the Colts have got a huge game coming up this Saturday. Again, got flexed to Saturday. That's kind of too bad because it means that the Colts are, are preparing one day less. Tomorrow, all of a sudden, they're practicing. They're going to have a walkthrough, but they're practicing. Steelers, because they played on Thursday, they have two bonus days to prepare while the Colts have one less. There you go. Is that an advantage? I don't know. We always think that it is. I don't necessarily think that it is. Uh, The Steelers have lost three of their last four. They have scored more than 20 just once in the last six games. we got to think positively, right? We've got to talk. This isn't Optimism Wednesday. You didn't just like, hey, where did the rest of Monday and Tuesday go? It seems like this is an Optimism Wednesday type of performance by the goofball. No. This is, we lost yesterday. Colts lost yesterday. We got a rebound just as they have to rebound. uh, Shane Steichen earlier today, and you can see the video of this on this channel. He said, we got to put that behind us. We got to take care of the details. Okay. We'll put it behind us. Motivation Monday. I like that old McFarman. Let's go. We have got to put that behind us, and we have got to start talking about why we believe that the Colts can get over on the Steelers. T.J. Watt being in concussion protocol, that is reason number one, two, three, four, and five. 
uh, Mitchell Trubisky being their starting quarterback. We found out earlier today that Kenny Pickett's down for this Saturday, and that means that Trubisky is up. So what, what do we know about Trubisky other than he failed his way out of Chicago? It was the number two overall draft pick a few years ago. He's 0-4. The Steelers are 0-4 in games that Trubisky has played this season. He, his yards per attempt average, 5.5. His QBR is 35.3. He has thrown three picks. He has thrown for three touchdowns. His passer rating is 72.7. Minshew versus Trubisky. Minshew, we know this. Dink and dunk and dink and dunk and dink and dunk. Trubisky, an even bigger dinker and dunker. Uh, Minshew, 6.7 yards per attempt. Trubisky, 5.5. 5.5? You can't score points and win games at 5.5 yards per attempt. Trubisky, his intended air yards per attempt, talk about the Duncan and the Duncan, 4.5 yards. I, I can head a ball that far, for God's sake. Uh, Minshew, 6.9 intended air yards per attempt. Put eight in the box and force him to do something else, right? Take away the run. Najee Harris, no. Don't let him beat you. Don't let Trubisky, dink and dunk, catch screens all over the place like the Colts allowed the Bengals to. You have got to play smart. Gus Bradley has got to be a little less intractable. And then on the offensive side of the ball, look, the Steelers, if they play 46, that means covering the guard center and other guard. You kind of you bunch your defensive linemen. You got to do something that other than run the ball up the middle. You can't do that. You've got to adjust. The Colts failed to adjust. If the Steelers play press, you got to do something other than throw it to Pittman 12 times. Because Pittman, we know this, he needs a clean release. It's easy. Minshew at 2.1 yard or uh, seconds in the pocket. Like, what? what's that going to get you, right? You're throwing it quick. If you got press, you're not throwing it quick. It's not so hard to take away from the Colts what they really want to do. Uh, drop percentage, Trubisky 6.1 and Minshew 3.9. A lot of people uh, assign the drop percentage to the receivers because they drop the pass. A lot of times it's quarterback with a poorly timed throw or a throw that's just too hard under the circumstances. You throw a ball 70 miles an hour over eight yards, and it's tough. Have somebody throw you a baseball as hard as they can. They probably can't throw it any, any harder than 70 from 21 feet away and see if you can catch it with a mitt. I guarantee you, you can't. Um, Steelers, 1.31 yards per drive. <laughs> that's the definition of anemic, and that's 29th. The Colts, 1.82 uh, uh, points per drive, 18th in the NFL. We'll see who wins the day. T.J. Watt with 14 sacks for the Steelers. If he's not on the field, that would be a really good thing because whoever plays uh, right tackle, whether it's Braden Smith, whether it's Blake Freeland, or whether it's Jared Valdir, what? You know, you know what? Like, yeah, you, you can't help on the left side. 
You're going to help on the right side, whether it's Freeland or whether it's Valdir. And then, you know, it's, Ryman's on his own. And we saw what that led to over the weekend yesterday against the Bengals. And then he, the Colts, honest to God, signed 36-year-old Jared Valdir to the practice squad. The last game he played in was the playoff game in 2000 <laughs> against the Bills. I think the next week he signed with the Packers, I think, but he didn't play. This game, he played in, and then the Colts immediately waived him. Uh, his last game that he played was the same last game for Phillip Rivers. That's incomprehensible, and yet there he is. And I got to believe that they would not have done this and that Valdir would not have come back to sit on a practice squad for any period of time if Braden Smith was likely to return quickly. Uh, also, Steichen today in his media availability said that he had nothing for the media as far as Jonathan Taylor's ability to practice uh, starting with the team tomorrow. It's a walkthrough. Go through the walkthrough. Why not? Give us hope. That running game needs something, and, and Jonathan Taylor would provide that kind of at least emotional boost for fans. I know it wouldn't be an emotional boost for the team. They know what the score is. Either Taylor's going to play or Taylor's not going to play. Fans, we need, we need buoyancy this week, all right? Uh, let's talk about Indiana basketball. Will they compete against Kansas? Not beat Kansas. Dan Dockich believes... He said this on Two Big Brains. He believes Indiana's going to win at Simon Scott Assembly Hall this Saturday against Kansas. And my brow got furrowed much as it is now. I, what? He did. He's right a lot. I don't think he's right in this case because Indiana just doesn't compete at a high enough level, I think, to vanquish a really good Kansas team no matter where they play. Indiana is going to have a tough time in this game, but they've got to find a way to compete they got to find a way to have five guys on the floor who give a damn enough about the result of the game that they're going to lock down and at least try to play a reasonable facsimile of, of gritty defense. I watched Purdue this afternoon play against Alabama on the Big, Big Ten Network's uh, 60 thing. You had Purdue, you had Bama, and by God, every one of those Purdue guys was in a stance, locked into their guy every single possession. Now, that doesn't always mean good things, right? They got screened. Guy flares, hits a three. That happened again and again. It's not perfect. You're not going to shut out a team because you lock down defensively. But you know what? You got a hell of a lot better chance to win a game when you lock down defensively than you do if you just hear. This is, I saw Indiana guys doing this defensively. All right? This is... Uh, a little theatricality for the uh, for the uh, uh, inside Indiana sports now this afternoon. You can't defend that way and win, for God's sake! Indiana's got to start competing, and in order to do that, Mike Woodson's got to start holding Hoosiers accountable for not competing. They've got Kansas on Saturday. So Woodson's got five days from right the hell not well. A little bit less than five days because the game's going to be 1230 on Saturday afternoon on CBS. You got to start teaching somebody something. And in order to teach, you have to bring to bear a consequence 
for violating your culture. There is no culture with Indiana basketball. They just try to go out and get talented people and hope that somehow they fit together into some cultural melange that uh, can win a few games. Once the Big Ten starts, whatever happens this, this weekend, once the Big Ten starts, I think Indiana's got a shot because the Big Ten sucks. Uh, Pacers, tonight at Detroit, Pacers favored by 7.5. I love the Pacers covering that 7.5 tonight. You've got um, the Titans in Miami. The only reason I care about this game is that I still believe that the Bills at 7-6 and six are going to catch Miami and win the AFC East. Now, to do that, Miami's got to lose tonight. We'll see if Miami loses tonight to the Titans. Um, Shohei Otani, hey, we know this. Last week he signed with the Dodgers. Ten years, $700 million or some such nonsense. The Cubs pretended like, yeah, they, they're in. We're in on Otani. We know what the deal is. We know what the Cubs do. The Cubs make noise about the highest-rated free agent of the winter. They say, we're in on this guy, and people somehow or another buy that the Ricketts family is willing to invest in victories. And then they never do, and Cubs fans are like, well, they tried my ass. They tried. Here's what Ricketts is all about, and this is really, I don't know whether he learned this at the University of Chicago's business school where he got an MBA, but I'll tell you this, he has learned that you can manipulate fans into hope if you can manipulate the media into believing nonsense. And that's exactly what Tom Ricketts and Jed Hoyer do. They manipulate the media, the Chicago media, which is as weak as my sister's hollandaise sauce. Oh, here, we're, we're in. And people say, oh, they're in. The media reports, they're in. They want Otani. They were never going to spend $700 million on one player. That's incomprehensible. That's almost the same amount they spent on the team. I think they bought the team for $850 million. Are you crazy? You think that the Cubs are going to throw around $700 million to one guy who has a tough time staying healthy. I'm not even advocating that they should. I think you can go out and you can spend money better, smarter, and build a better team. So just say you're going to do that. Say, we're not in on this, this Otani thing. We're all done with that kind of craziness. Uh, we're not going to lie to you anymore. What we're going to do is try to build a winner. And the best way to build a winner is not to overspend on one isolated island of excellence. It's about building a group of players that kind of fit together and that we think we can win at Wrigley Field with. It's that easy. That would imbue me with hope far beyond just nonsensical yip-yap about Shohei Otani or some other high-priced, oh, Bryce Harper, we're in. Yeah, really? No, they were never in. Just stupid. I wouldn't want them to be in. They weren't in. They weren't in on Otani. They're not going to overspend for that. What they're going to do is they're going to underspend on other things, and Jed Hoyer's going to run around like he's the smartest guy in the history of the world and make people happy with his nonsense. That's what's going to happen. What are you going to do? Watch Two Big Brains. We lay it all out for you. 
It's what we do.